Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Rose Oswald Poles, President and CEO for the Wisconsin Bankers Association. Rose, thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah, you're welcome, Alex. Excited to be here. Awesome. So I was thinking that we could start with the economic outlook for this year. You wrote about this in your organization's recent Wisconsin economic report, and I'm hoping you can share your perspective here on the podcast. Sure. Happy to. So looking ahead to 2023, you know, really, I think we're optimistic, but cautious at the same time. Uh, The banking industry as providers of money um, for customers and businesses is very strong. So the banks are well positioned and well prepared to help customers, both individuals and business customers through whatever potential challenges may come. But certainly with the rising rates that we've experienced throughout 2022, expecting those to continue at a pretty strong pace yet for at least the first half of 2023, you know, expecting a little bit of recession-like behavior uh, to come as the year moves forward. And so, you know, banks are a little concerned about what that might mean for their customers' own financial health. Uh, But again, certainly the industry as a whole is profitable and well-positioned to help customers navigate any potential challenges that they may encounter this year. Absolutely. And I'd like to circle back to the expectations for recession and um, inflation, interest rates, things like that in just a moment. But first, I wanted to ask you, before we dive into the weeds on those questions, what kind of trends are you keeping an eye on in the banking and financial service industries that our listeners maybe should know about? Well, certainly look at home sales, you know, watching the housing market closely is a trend that we're watching that is directly impacted by rising rates, as we've seen throughout last year, when uh, as interest rates rose, uh, mortgage loan volume went down almost in direct correlation. So uh, home sales uh, are certainly one factor. Unemployment is obviously also, you know, another factor that we're paying attention to. Uh, And just overall inflationary prices generally, you know, energy prices um, have been on a bit of a roller coaster. Some weeks they're high, others they're low. So, uh, you know, paying attention to to that in addition is kind of the three major areas that I think the industry is is watching closely from an economic standpoint. You mentioned this earlier, and I've been hearing a lot about this recently, the likelihood of a recession this year. with surveys, including your own, finding many business leaders expecting a recession, what might that look like? And how would it possibly compare to previous recessions? Yeah, as you pointed out, we did do a bank CEO survey in the fall, November of 2022, and had about half of the banks in Wisconsin really respond to that survey. So it was a great um, response rate. And over 71% of the respondents thought the first half of 2022 was strong. However, 72% predicted the first half of 2023 to be very weak. 
um, and expecting a recession to hit. We recently had a speaker, Fed President, uh, St. Louis Fed President James Bullard, speak at our Midwest Economic Forecast Forum, a virtual event. And he really predicted that while we are expecting a recession, he believes that it will actually be a little softer landing than what we've experienced in the past. And a lot of that is attributed to some of the factors I discussed earlier. Unemployment is still extremely low and really predicted to stay low. Um, there's just a lot of job openings out there that are going unfilled and people are just not, um, we're, we're, we just don't have enough workers for the jobs that we have. So, you know, while I've seen in recent news, literally in the last few weeks, some, you know, major layoffs at national tech focused companies, uh, I still think unemployment is going to remain low. And so, you know, as long as people are working and have a wage and an income coming in, I think we're going to see a softer landing than uh, something that could be much more harsh from a, a historical perspective at recessions. Gotcha. Okay. Really good to have your perspective on that, Rose. And we'll certainly have to keep an eye on some of the uh, factors playing into that as the year rolls on here. Yeah. I wanted to ask you as well, and kind of circling back to the economic report that your organization put out not too long ago, it included a selection of opinions and forecasts from other trade association leaders representing hospitals, you know, farmers, manufacturers, grocery stores, and other sectors. I was wondering if you might like to highlight some of the takeaways from those outlooks that you know, you think our listeners should be aware of or that really stuck out to you as particularly interesting or impactful? Well, I just touched on one that is certainly a theme in many of the sector reports uh, that you described, and that is a worker workforce shortage. Right. Um, you know, that seems to be the number one um, problem in a lot of areas, whether it's manufacturing or construction industry, grocery uh, stores, you know, just finding people to work is really a challenge. And in a state like Wisconsin, where the weather isn't always beautiful um, and, and warm, I should say, I think it's beautiful here, but you know, it's not always warm. Um, it's hard to attract uh, people to our state as opposed to perhaps the Southern half of our country. So, you know, migration and immigration issues are certainly uh, policy issues that many of us are watching closely to help uh, offset that um, you know, I know in the healthcare sector report, COVID continues to be a stress for sure for that sector. And that was highlighted by um, Eric Borgerding, the president and CEO of the Wisconsin Hospital Association in his report that, as you mentioned, was one of several sector reports in our overall economic document. And, you know, you just do continue to see a lot of strain and stress on the part of the healthcare workers themselves who are you know, putting in long hours, having to deal with very critical care needs, whether it's directly COVID related or, you know, just all the other normal critical issues that any of us can face in the healthcare field. So, you know, it's very taxing on the people. It's certainly taxing on the facilities because I know that, you know, their bed count usage ebbs and flows literally, you know, every day. And you know, some days they're extremely busy and can't take transfer patients and other days, you know, they have some space available. So I think you see a lot of continued stress and, and COVID is still certainly a factor that we're all still experiencing today. So 
I think those are a couple of the main highlights. Um, like my report, you know, almost all of us are predicting a recession this year and, you know, the economy to weaken for a lot of the reasons I already talked about, but that is a common theme throughout a lot of the sector reports as well. I, uh, I want to say thanks so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your thoughts on uh, a lot of these really pressing issues. I'm sure we'll be in touch as the, the year rolls on about um, how some of these things are shaking out, Rose. Yeah, happy to talk anytime. Thank you so much again for inviting me, Alex. Of course, anytime. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.